Holly G with the Golf Insiders with Bob Herrick from ESPN.com. Bob, how's it feel to be back out on a tournament site after all these weeks? Yeah, it's kind of nice. It's uh, it's a little bit different, obviously, but it's just nice to be out. I think I think all of us who who have uh, you know been through this for the last three months or so kind of look look forward to some sense of normalcy in their in their lives and. You know, for me, being at golf tournaments every now and then, is, it seems normal. So, uh, you know, it's the first time I've ventured outside of my own county, uh, you know, since I got home from the Players' Championship in March. So, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's it's good. It, and also, I'm still having a little bit of a hard time with where we are in the calendar. Um, you know, this is the week we would have been at the U.S. Open. Feels so strange, so, uh, doesn't it? Yeah. So, you know, these are some of the longest days of the year right now. and uh, uh, But, it's uh, yeah, it's nice. It's nice to be back. You're up at the RBC Heritage in Hilton Head. We'll uh, get your preview on that in a moment. But I want your thoughts just on um, Colonial, Daniel Berger, toughed, toughing it out uh, against Colin Morikawa in the playoff. And uh, just your general thoughts of golf being back on the tee. Yeah, it was you know it was good to see, good to see a lot of really good golf played. Actually, I thought you know I I know some guys stumbled on Sunday, but there was a lot of good scores being shot during the week and a lot of low numbers, a lot of birdies. I think that's what we want right now. I don't think we need it to be these torture chamber golf courses. I think I think some excitement uh, to be able to watch and see guys make birdies is, is the way to go. And that seemed to be the case last week. And, you know, and, and right out of the box, we get a playoff, you know, and a guy, Daniel Berger, who's been very much heralded, you know, part of that 2011 high school class and had fallen off a little bit due to an injury. But, you know, most people didn't, re- didn't remember or didn't realize he was playing some great golf before the break, had a bunch of high finishes in a row. And, and now he broke through for his third win and, you know, it's 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 funny if we have a Ryder Cup and it goes on as scheduled. You know, he'd be a great addition for the U.S. Played on the 2017 uh, Presidents Cup team for the U.S. And you know, it seems like the kind of guy that they would want. Guy with a lot of confidence and and a lot of swagger. Yeah, and and uh, you know, kind of a steady Eddie doesn't get you know too up, too down. You know, the kind of partner you want to have in a Ryder Cup, don't you think? Yeah, exactly. You know, but he's very, very strong in his ability. I don't, and and in his confidence, I don't think he thinks that anybody can beat him. You know, and that's nice to have in that in that competition. So, and obviously, when he's playing like this, pretty good stuff. So, uh, you know, he shot a good final round. He birdied the last hole, gets himself in a playoff, uh, and then you know takes advantage of his opponent's miss. So, uh, it's all good. He's here this week and. And, and so are a lot of so a lot of so are a lot of big names. Another great field, and it's a it's a good start off here for golf coming back. Speaking of a great start off, uh, and we talked about him last week, and um, I think a lot of eyes were on Jordan Spieth, who uh, managed to put together back to back sixty fives in the first and second round, uh, sixty eight, and then uh, you know couldn't keep the driver in control on Sunday but a, a good showing for Jordan. 
good to see him have a good start, a good tournament. The final round is sort of the issue he's been dealing with, or or the third round. You know, in, in, in the times when he has contended over the last year or two, he's not been able to put four rounds together. And you saw it kind of on Sunday, which just shows he's not there yet. Under the gun, he you know, when the pressure is on, his swing you know, doesn't doesn't repeat like you need it to. I mean, and, and that's a very simplistic view of it, obviously. But when you miss some tee shots like you did, uh, that that that's the only answer that you can come up with. And uh, obviously, he also missed a really short putt, less than two feet, foot and a half. You know, um, uh, but he had made some good putts. His putting was generally really good. I don't know if that was like an issue with the greens and. He saw a spike mark and, and, and just, you know, pushed it or, or, or rammed it or what have you. But, I mean, all in all, I think he's got to be pleased. You know, he's out, outside of the top 50 in the world, you know, really fighting to get back, and he's put in the work, and he's had a good attitude about it. Obviously, he gets asked a ton of questions about it. It must be tough. Uh, but I, I think, if anything, we saw that the break did him some good. Yeah, absolutely. Um Somebody we thought maybe would, um, you know, be more on his A game, Rory, uh, starting out at 68, then a 63, but slips to a 74 on Sunday. And, you know, Rory took some heat from a few of the, you know, TV guides of, uh, you know, when things start to go kind of wayward on Sunday, he, he seems to have some difficulty bringing it back at times. Yeah, I mean, this is one I'm, I, I struggle with a little bit. Um, you know, he's put himself there like every tournament, you know, going back to the fall. You know, he was on a run starting in Japan of, I think, you know, nothing outside of the top five. You know, he won in China. You know, he, he uh, <clears throat> I think his first event back was Tory, and he was up there and Riviera and then you know, he didn't have a great final round at Bay Hill, but you know, he puts himself there, you know, so is that worse? Is, is it to put yourself there and then not get it done? Is, is that worse than not being there? You know, I think he'd rather be there. And now obviously this, he fell off pretty good this Sunday. And he just said, he said today, look, I just didn't play well. There's, he, he didn't put it down to any kind of a trend or he can't get it done. Or he just had a bad day, you know? And so I, I think I'm willing to give him that. It's going to happen, the first tournament back. You know, there was a lot of good there to be seen, and he just didn't have it on Sunday. You know, he, he, he's back here. He hasn't played here since 2009. So it's going to be interesting to see how he handles this golf course. Obviously, um, you know, he, uh, he was, he's ready to play. He came back ready. A lot of the guys were ready. So got another chance here this week, and, and it would be great to see him break through. Well, he may have uh, have had the quote of the week when asked about Bryson DeChambeau and his distance. He called it crazy nuts playing next to Bryson, and this seems to be the real buzz in golf right now, Bob. Not too many guys drive it by Rory, and uh, and yet Bryson was during that final round. Rory was stunned by how far he was hitting it, and uh, he had you know, eight. as you said. He had eight drives over 350. Are you kidding me? No, it's nuts. And, and you know, to gain 40 pounds basically in nine months. Uh, He's a he beast. He's a beast. 
you know, and put on the muscle. And obviously it wasn't just eating to gain the weight. It was in the weight room and thinking this through and kind of goes against conventional wisdom. I mean, most people say you don't want to add weight. It's bad for your frame. You need to be limber and, and light and, and flexible. In fact, that's what, what Rory said about himself. Uh, but, um, uh, you know, so far it's working for him. I'm curious to see how long it lasts. Uh, he, he says he wants to continue to get stronger. He also said one of the reasons for doing this was to protect his back. He felt it was going to help him, uh, you know, avoid injury. So, you know, there's a lot of, of a lot of sort of conjecture about that, you know, where, where we stand on that sort of thing. You've seen some of these guys who've bulked up and they've been hurt. Tiger, the greatest example, it happened to Kepka a little bit. Not sure if it's due to that or not, but, you know, you just wonder about guys who, uh, who um, uh, you know, put on weight and get too strong, get too bulky, you know, but it's working for him. He's pounding the ball. I mean, he's hitting a five-and-a-half-degree driver. Who, who does who that? Does who does that? that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know, I mean, most of us, I don't think we get it airborne, you know. And even even the great players have bought into the idea that launching the ball with your driver is a good thing. You know, getting it up in the air. Yeah. You know, they not too many guys play with, I wouldn't think too many guys play with a driver that's less than like eight degrees. You know, I think Tiger plays a nine, nine and a half. Right. Uh, you, you know, so, um, but again, he's, He's he's known for doing his thing when it comes to equipment and stuff like that, and obviously he still has those single length irons. Now nobody else nobody else out here does that, and he does that. But uh, you know it uh, it works for him, and more power to him. Speaking of changing things up, Justin Rose, who was the early leader at Colonial, um, you know racked up a pretty good scorecard, 63 in the first round, 69, 68, 66. But uh, he, he dropped his equipment um, sponsor. And did I hear that he's also gone to a new swing coach? I don't know if he's replaced them, but he's parted ways with Sean Foley, and that's been 11 years. Wow. Uh, so, um, you know, he was one of the early ones to go with Foley. Hunter Mahan had done that. Um, obviously, you know, Tiger worked with Foley for a while. A lot of guys have, still do. Yep. So um, it's interesting, you know. I mean, he, he kind of cited the fact that they've, they've had a harder time getting together. He lives in the Bahamas. He wants to do things on his own. But you're right. I mean, what was it? Uh, oh, 15, you know, 18 months ago, he won Torrey Pines. He was number one in the world. And then he changed equipment. And he's changed caddies, and now he's changed his coach. And, you know, he fell off that number one perch. He kind of struggled for a good bit of last year. So, uh, I mean, struggled relatively speaking. You know, he fell off the number one ranking after, you know, he dropped down several spots. So we'll see if this turns him around. You know, he's 39 years old, and, and I think maybe he felt like, hey, maybe it's just best for me to do it alone. Well, speaking of age... Feel the thrills, turning 50, and what's up with the shades, Bob? What's going on? Is he is he needing glasses now that he's turning 50? What's up? I don't think so. I think he just felt like uh, he wanted to try that, and then, it, then it, uh, you know, and so uh, we'll see, though. It, it, it didn't help his golf, 
You know, he, he actually got off to a really strong start last week and then let it get away from him in that first round, made a couple of late bogeys. And then when he didn't have it on Friday, boom, it was pretty easy to miss the cut. So and now he's not here. He, he's, I, I'm not, I, I think he might return at the Memorial or maybe the one at Nearfield Village the week prior, the workday event. Um, so, uh, but he's celebrating his 50th birthday. Actually, it was Tuesday. And um, shameless plug, I wrote a long piece about that. And, and, and you know, I, I sort of took the tack that Phil's, uh, Phil's longevity is sort of taken for granted. You know, he's been a pro for 28 years. Uh, he's been an exempt player on the PGA Tour since before he turned pro because he won an event as an amateur, and, and he's the last guy to do that. So it's a pretty, uh, pretty amazing run for Phil, and, and you know, Phil firmly believes it's not over. You yeah, know, and, and he believes he'll. Yeah, he's and he stayed relatively, you know, injury free, Bob. Um, aside from you know the arthritis um, condition right. that he developed, but that's he seems to be managing that well. You know, and that that never kept him from playing a, a major. Right. Uh, that condition. I mean, it, it, they, he announced that in 2010, and and the only major he's missed since was when his daughter graduated from high school, and he missed the 2017 U.S. Open. I mean, he played. You know, he's played every major other than that one over over the last 10 years. Mm. And you know, I maybe he's missed a tournament or two here and there due to flare ups, and maybe we didn't know about it or. You know, but he's you know, he's never played a light schedule. He's played a lot of tournaments, and and so uh, you know, it's pretty a pretty pretty impressive run, I think. Well, um, let's talk about Harbor Town. Um, beautiful, beautiful course on Hilton Head Island. A peat dye design. It's another old school layout. Narrow fairways, big overhanging trees. Some of his diabolical bunkers. Um, you know, I, I think about Bryson, how he's, you know, going to handle this course because it kind of neutralizes the, the long drivers. Well, who, do you, who do you have your eye on for this week and weekend? Yeah, you're right. It does. I mean, it's, it, uh, uh, you know, it's, uh, although you say that, and, and I agree with it, but like a guy like Davis Love, he won here five times, and he was one of the longest hitters when he was winning. You know, so I mean, it, it it doesn't have to neutralize you if if you can play the rest of your game well, and and you know certainly a guy like Rory can manage his ball around the golf course without hitting a driver. Uh, but still, I think it's you know it's it's about hitting fairways and giving yourself chances to hit these small greens. And uh, you know you you're you're not gonna you're not gonna do very well if you're if you're hitting a driver off the tee and spraying it into the woods. So, um, you know, it, it requires some restraint, some thinking. I think knowing the course helps. You know, I, I kind of like a guy like Webb Simpson around here. who he, he missed the cut last week and probably itching to get back, you know, because his game has been really good here earlier this year before the, before the pandemic. So I, I would think a guy like that, you know, shorter hitter, a little more accurate, you know, knows how to get it around and putt. Uh, has a great chance, but again, you know, we have a stacked field, just like last week, the top five in the world, and you know, 156 players, this is usually a 132-player event, there's usually a, 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 a light vibe here the week after the Masters, you know, I, even though there's no fans, I think there's more intensity than we're used to seeing here 
uh, and uh, a lot, you know, obviously all the big name players are here as well. Well, you know, all eyes were on the PGA Tour last week as we were, you know, uh, I guess the second professional sports organization to, you know, get back out there in terms of live sports. Overall, how did you think the tour did? Look, so far, so good. I mean, I had some questions about their, their plan coming back. I thought there might have been a few um, holes in it, you know, uh, some of the things they're doing. Um, but it's working so far. You know, they, they've announced already this week, again, no positive test on the PGA Tour. So basically now you're talking over, over two weeks' time, uh, you know, some 900 tests of players, caddies, officials. And, you know, you got a lot of people coming from different places. They are not in a tight bubble like you're hearing about for, like, the NBA and the NHL. And nobody's tested positive. I mean, I think it's inevitable. Um, and, 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 you know, it certainly may be inevitable more among the, the, the support people, at more so than the players and caddies. But even so, I mean, in, in, in the NBA, we're talking about, what, a roster of 15 players, you know, two teams, you know, 30 guys. You know, here we're talking about, you know, uh, 300 people that are part of it every week, the players and the caddies. You know, and that's, um, you know, there's the odds say that somebody's going to pick it up maybe if they don't, if, 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 if they're unlucky or if they don't do the right thing. And for them to get through two weeks, I think they're thrilled. And um, I'll be honest, look, South Carolina is not exactly uh, the, the most rigid place for this right now. You see, you see a sort of a, an attitude of what virus? Yeah. You know, in my in my in my travels here, there's there's not a lot of social distancing when you drive by a outdoor place or a restaurant or what have you. You know, there's nothing keeping the players from going to these places, and hopefully they keep to themselves. You know, uh, this is the type of place where they could run into some issues. And again, I'm not saying that people here are going to run into issues, but they're not being as careful, I think, as 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 you know, I think everybody in sports would like them to be. Uh, you know, that's kind of the key going forward. That's why you're seeing in the other sports these very stringent plans to keep the players. You know, they just can't – in a team sport, you can't afford to have a guy get this because it, it, could, it could spread throughout the team or it could be one of your key players. True. You know, and, and whereas now there's more of a responsibility with these guys because if they get it, if the player or the caddy gets it, it just is really them as long as they don't spread it, but it keeps them from working for two weeks. So, um, you know, it's, it's important. And, uh, and Roy talked about it today. Webb Simpson talked about it yesterday. Now the key is to not get complacent. You know, you, you got to kind of keep up this, this system every week of, of sort of being diligent about the, about the way you conduct yourself so that you don't get it. Well, can't wait to see uh, another tournament live this uh, week and weekend. Uh, Bob, thank you so much. Great to have you back out there giving us uh, all the uh, live scoops and news. And uh, stay healthy and well. Safe travels. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it.